there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I'm very excited because we're doing something today that we haven't done on the podcast yet, and we are diving into Indian cuisine. We are talking to the co-owners of Kanara, uh, Ashish Satyan and Kimberly Harris. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for coming in. This is very exciting. I'm a big fan of Indian food, and even just... Talking off the mics here before we got started, I'm excited to break down maybe some misconceptions that there might be about Indian cuisine. So I guess, first of all, I think that there's there are perceptions out there from people who haven't experienced a lot of Indian cuisine that it's all about spice, it's all spicy, it's all about curry, all this stuff. Can you guys maybe explain, because Ashish, you are from India Kim, you have spent extensive time in India. You guys actually understand Indian cuisine. Can you kind of break it down a little more thoroughly so people have a better understanding? Yeah, we can. Kim, you want to go for it? Because <laughs> she can explain maybe a little bit American way how the Indian cuisine, right? From our American view. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think my favorite part about Indian cuisine is just how fresh it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and just how flavorful it is without being spicy or just being curry. I guess I hear a lot of people saying, oh, I don't like curry. And and I think that they get that idea because they see, like, the powdered curry at Target. And mm-hmm. maybe, like, they put it in a dish and it didn't like it. And also you can find curries in other cuisines, too. Like a Jamaican cuisine, they do have a curry and the Thai. But everyone uses different spices. Yeah. But yeah. Jamaicans got influence from India because they do have a migrant from India, so that's why they also do have the curries. But Indian curries, more flavorful, and we use a lot of different, different spices. But each region have their own style. Like if where I am from, Kerala is the south part of India. Mm-hmm. We use basically coconut milk in our curries. But mm-hmm. if you go to northern India, they don't even use coconut milk. So that's the one different. But in Kerala also, like Omaha, Bellevue, Papillon, like same like a district called Kotayam, that's where I am from. Uh-huh. Cochin and Alapi, we all make different different curries. So it's kind of hard, you know, what curry is the best and how to describe or you know what some people like, some people doesn't like. That's where the Indian cuisine gets sometimes. Oh, I like that place. I don't like this place because everybody cook totally different. Mm-hmm. We make totally different curries. Well, I think that is just one of the major misconceptions just about food in general is people, yeah. it's exactly like you said, Kim, when they hear the word curry, they think of the spice in, in Baker's or hy V or whatever yeah. that's just sitting there. And curry is actually like, it's an extremely versatile dish. It is different yeah. in every culture. You have African curries, you have Indian curries, you have South American, I mean, literally everywhere. And people just like, they see that powder and they're just like, oh, that's curry. And but no, curry is so, curry is so wide ranging. It's actually a leaf. Like we don't use any powder in mm-hmm. all of our curry, dishes. It's a leaf. Curry leaves. That's a herb. But the curry, the one which you find the supermarket here is called curry powder. We don't even use that back yeah. in <laughs> Because we make individual like a chili powder, coriander, turmeric. Then garam masala, we make cumin powder, we make everything powder and we make different ratio. Okay, if you make a chitna, we go with a lot of co- roasted coconut with the spices, mm-hmm. plus chili powder, coriander, coconut milk. That's a basic. So we mix 
and we balance different ratio to make a basic curry mm-hmm. not like you make a curry okay i put a lot of curry powder in that and put coconut milk or oh, i made curry no that's not how the curry is exactly now i want to give people a proper introduction to kanara so they really understand how how great this place is and you guys just opened in march so still pretty new restaurant and i i'm a big fan of indian food but like all of a sudden it was in the omaha food lovers group actually i started seeing all these pictures pop up of these just amazing looking dishes and i was like what is this so i've got on your instagram and there's even more it's just like this cavalcade of delicious looking food it's like i have to try this so just from you guys' mouths what is it about kanara that makes it a special experience what makes it different actually there is a thing we started on february 17th okay no, no so in last. february yeah so we bought this business it was a call before in and out curry bowl we bought that place on january 1st and we start doing remodeling we thought of opening february 1st mm-hmm. but the guy who took the contract he was so slow <laughs> then it's delayed delayed and yeah. we ended up opening on february 17th okay then the like hardest 5 weeks later yeah 5 nice. weeks later and the hardest thing we always had a like tough hard time like it's always when you start something new you have to face a lot of hard you know you have to go on through a lot of hard thing mm-hmm. so i was when i bought this place and there was two chefs working for the all business i asked them may you guys want to work for me he said yeah they both said yes you pay me more this much we will stay with you and as long as you don't fire us i will stay with you guys then i said i am not going to fire because i need people to work for me <laughs> then i start training them slowly slowly then we set a date february 17th opening 16th will be a friends and family event mm-hmm. then we invite over 100 people then those guys left 15th they don't even let me tell me that oh my god they just took money in advance and they left the town and they left a message we are leaving omaha that's terrible yeah then that's the first thing big thing happened to us I think it's a surprise it's like the continuous like hardest thing mm-hmm. yeah to find we've been really really lucky just because of like our friends and family of like helping us out like my our like waiters and waitresses are like my mom and um my sister-in-law <laughs> and, and my brother-in-law <laughs> like i have a big family and so we're really lucky that and then also like a nephew's going to be starting on soon here so It's we are all It's a family like, affair. Yeah. yeah, it's a really big family affair. So we're just then we're just lucky. The day I went there and those guys left, so I don't know what I have to do it because I have to do a lot of cleaning stuff, then set up the menu because next day we are expecting over 100 people. Then mm-hmm. the even the sign guy came and put the sign I mean the parking lot and he said why you look so upset? You supposed to open the restaurant. I said you know what happened this what happened he said you know it's okay people are like that just cheer up then we both had a beer together then he put <laughs> sign he asked me where i have to do i said you know you know what you have to do just do whatever you feel comfortable then he was come and talk to me every half an hour and he's doing his work then i start cooking then the next day i just did it myself and her brother in law step in and they all helped me like plating the food and uh-huh. serving her mom 
it was so much fun and tense moment too but somehow yeah. we managed that was a fun day then one week i just run myself that full menu but we don't even tell anyone that kinara is open then my friends and a new chef from florida to help me out <laughs> then i is took a over a week for me to train that guy uh-huh. then we start telling oh okay kinara is open gotcha then okay. people start coming then the covid start yeah and the other thing in her family besides kim and her one sister nobody had experience with indian food so it was all new i have to teach them they all become a waiters uh-huh. or you know dishwashing her sister used to come between her break wash dishes for me then, then it was fun. so much fun yeah. actually it her is really mom fun. still sorry she read the menu and she start taking order she go to the table so basically we just made it like a you are visiting you know, your friend or family yeah not more than a restaurant so we going to keep it same as like we don't want to be a business just give the food to the people and take the money you know we wanted to know more about our customer we wanted to be connected you know being a build a relationship that's what i've been doing last 4 years in omaha uh-huh. because i do have a customer like start eating my food from 20 16 uh-huh they still come and support me because they love my i don't know well, they like the food it's so, delicious so i i don't blame them and i i kind of love you know you guys's story like clearly there was a lot of adversity and with coronavirus going on still there's still adversity but it's it's brought these kind of nice moments for you where you've gotten to get the family involved and ashish you talked about how fun it was on the 16th to do all that cooking like even in the adversity there are just these pockets where you're just like this is this is great too mm-hmm. so i want to talk more about the cuisine how did you how did you develop the menu how did you decide what's going to be on there you know how do you like balance your family favorites versus what's popular just how did you go about creating it so this what happened i never thought of being a chef but some reason one day i said my mom hey you know what i am going to culinary school she said no <laughs> <laughs> it's too much work you cannot handle i said no i'm going then my dad was in home he was in saudi arabia then my uncle said he's a police officer and he supported me he said okay let's send him wherever he want then it's hard work he gonna leave the job within couple months then i went to culinary school then i spent couple year there then i start training so the beginning of my training they put me in a south indian cuisine where we make authentic kerala food so my job is used to go there at 5 so i have to get up 4 then i have to walk 30 minutes to get work because mm-hmm. i don't have a bike there is no ride it's like a resort mm-hmm. where the nearby the lake so it's strange like a neighborhood road mm-hmm. then i go there at 5 then i my first thing i have to do is grind 300 to 400 coconut manually it's a is too much work <laughs> grind the coconut make the coconut milk uh-huh. out of coconut so then i thought oh indian cuisine is too much work then i start training north indian cuisine then i have to make the gravies i have to cut 100 pound 200 pound onions then i thought oh, this also is too much work i don't want to be an indian <laughs> chef then i switched to a like italian kind of cuisine but same time i was 
you know trying to learn more about kerala cuisine mm-hmm. then i spent like over an year there i got trained little bit in indian cuisine same time italian too but i always watch how my grandma and mom cook mm-hmm. that's where i develop basically my house specials all the dishes then after a couple of years i went to dubai then i start missing indian cuisine so i start cooking at my apartment more authentic kerala food and i start inviting my friends that's where i develop quite bit recipes that's where i also learned how to make chicken tikka masala because india <laughs> we don't i don't see chicken tikka masala we only serve butter chicken which is the crazy thing because we were just talking before the podcast like i think that's one of the dishes that most americans when they think indian food like one of the first things that comes to their head is chicken tikka masala and it's not even a real indian dish that's true it's like a british national dish that's um, incredible i told kim to i think we shouldn't put chicken tikka masala then she also said no without tikka masala stuff yeah and it's like it, between that and butter chicken it's our one and two no, number one number one two dishes <laughs> it's always a competition between butter chicken and tikka masala who gonna win the race uh-huh. <laughs> but so far butter chicken was the winner i think this week tikka masala took over maybe after stacy winders from omaha food lovers he said about tikka masala so people want to try more tikka masala right yeah but i think those are introductory dishes i mm-hmm. hopefully that like you know people come and try those because it's what they're familiar with mm-hmm. it's what they understand but then they say hey this is really good and then they come back next week and they say oh maybe i can try something a little bit different and you get them to explore the menu a little bit it was that the thinking behind including dishes like that there are few people only wanted to try something different because everyone is stick with what they get they don't want to risk mm-hmm. simply i would say or premeditated order mm-hmm. tikka masala i going to get this day i only going to get that but i always recommend people to try something different but there are people always wanting to try something different too yeah. well that's oh sorry go ahead kim well i think you also just have to know who your audience is mm-hmm. i mean it were i think it's 95% you know Caucasians, like, <laughs> would you say it that's is, right? Yeah. Like, and so, I mean, we can't just isolate them and say like, "Oh, your favorite dish isn't isn't good." I mean, you wouldn't go to an Italian restaurant, yeah, and get and not have spaghetti and meatballs on the at least on the menu. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you kind of have to you have to know who your audience is. Mm-hmm. The thing that I loved about my first visit is I called in and you actually answered the phone, Ashish, yeah. and It's always before four. I answer the phone because we don't have anyone at work till four o'clock. Right. We do prep. Then four o'clock, her mom or whoever is working, first shift they will start. Yeah. So, listeners, if you want to talk to the head chef, call before <laughs> four. You get a you get a chat with them. But and the awesome thing was, I had a couple ideas in mind of what I wanted to get, but I asked your opinion. I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm kind of interested in this and this. What would you recommend? What spice level do you recommend?" And you gave both me and my wife great recommendations, and we absolutely loved it. So, I would encourage people to do that. Is yeah. if you want if you want to stay basic and you want to go with the tikka masala, you want to go with the butter chicken, that's fine, but don't be afraid to to ask and expand a little bit because there's a lot of really good stuff on the menu. That's true. Like a, I recommend for you fish curry because why I put fish curry grandma's fish curry because I live just like 
half mile away from my river uh-huh. so we always every day we do have fish curry and i could eat fish curry in the morning lunch dinner i don't know all the time and my dad doesn't eat a meal single meal without fish really yep wow my grandpa was the same he no more no longer like so we catch fresh fish mostly every day and we cook so that's why i wanted to put a fish curry how we make and we do have a mango fresh mango at home mm-hmm. so it's a common thing for us to make a fish and mango curry mm-hmm. so that's one thing i recommend for you uh-huh. and the chetnad i used to work with the people from tamil nadu in back in days uh-huh. so that's where i got that recipe so that's why i always promote chicken chetnad or lamb chetnad because that has a more flavor than curry curry is just basic mm-hmm. yeah. because if you like coconut and the black pepper you should because the black pepper is good for you the best one of the good spice which worldwide promote or the people took over from india mm-hmm. like when columbus discover india he steal all the <laughs> black pepper from yeah. india you know it's true yeah well as soon as you recommended it to me and there like any menu item that has grandma in the name you know that that has been around for so long and it has been perfected and it has so much love in i was like yep i'm good like you you had me sold with that and then yeah mango and fish curry that just sounds delicious only the thing we make fish with the bone in we don't eat boneless fish in baikom very rarely mm-hmm. so but i cannot sell that here <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not quite ready for that give give yeah. americans another 15 or 20 years maybe we'll get on that level hopefully yeah, i hopefully. still don't like eating fish with bones in it and i'm just like this is a pain <laughs> <laughs> yeah i cook sometimes red snapper at home i mean yeah. the restaurant for us uh uh-huh. yeah. so we americans are lazy we just like other people to do stuff for us <laughs> i used i had a special red snapper dish couple weeks back but i got a good response to that but mm-hmm. then i got busy so i don't had time to make that again so it's good to be busy though yeah that's true so why was it so important to you guys to bring indian cuisine to omaha and make sure that it was properly represented here so can you want to talk or me you can keep talking <laughs> <laughs> so you know that I used to working at Indian Bowl I was just uh-huh. a working partner so one day Indian Bowl was an old uh uh restaurant in Blackstone yep. yes so one day things go change and we thought of taking over that place then it's not going to match with our I don't know mm-hmm. some reason we don't want to do it then we thought of leaving I thought of leaving Omaha and go back to New York where my family is then we find out Kim is pregnant mm-hmm. <laughs> so we cannot go to New York because no one is there to take care of the baby so many things then one day I was visit this restaurant just I don't know some reason I was going to Kim's house and I stopped there and eat then he sounds like he really wanted to sell this place then from that night I start dreaming about okay how can I buy this place mm-hmm. that's how we bought this place so the and the 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 business side of it just was black, the blackstone rent is just unbelievable mm-hmm. and like no this parking. is and with no parking yeah too and um just economically this made so much more sense mm-hmm. and 
there means just such a denser population, more families out there. That's kind of yeah. more what we wanted to have. We wanted to have like a family restaurant, not really like a super trendy, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I don't even know if, I mean, Omaha has quite a bit of Indian food, so it's not like, you know, we're not bringing Indian food to Omaha. Right. But I think... Something different. Then. It's just something, like, I, I just feel like our menu is just so so different with having as much fish as we have on it. Like he was saying, he's from the lake. I don't, you don't really see that. I mean, if you, on most Indian menus, they have shrimp. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, like, yeah. kind of the extent of their seafood. Um, but I think it's more just bringing what, what he has, what he even has to offer more to Omaha, more than... Just Indian food in general. Well, it, that's something that I kind of wanted to talk to you about. Going back to Indian bowl, like when you when you look at that menu, it's kind of rice bowls and burritos and things like that. So it's it was a fusion menu. Yes, it was a way of presenting Indian flavors in mm-hmm. in a way that Omahans Americans are familiar with. Mm-hmm. So what went into the decision to go more traditional? I mean, did you, was there any worry that people wouldn't be as accepting at Kanara, or did you just have faith that, hey, I know that this is great food and people will latch on to it? Yes. So what happened to the Indian bowl? So that place was the perfect for, you know, those kind of trendy menu because it's a bar neighborhood, UNFC, mm-hmm. Creighton. So you get like a fast casual. But like Kim said, there are a few things that didn't work out. So then... I ended up losing, I mean, we are losing that place. I mean, I ended up losing the job. So I have to do something my own. Mm-hmm. That's where we found this place. And this was actually doing exactly like Indian Bowl. Mm-hmm. But this is not the right spot for that. Mm-hmm. Then I said, okay, let's do it, Kim. Here we have to do dining. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will work out. But maybe it takes some time. But let's see. Then we started. And rent was reasonable. There was enough parking lot, and I can handle myself too, you know. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't have to have so many people to work. So, The other menu item that I just have to ask you guys about is the pakora. Because, the, yes, exactly. That response right there, Kim's face just lit up for those of you who can't see right now. Obviously, it's an audio <laughs> podcast. Uh, but anyway... Um, it wasn't really that menu or that item wasn't really on my radar when I started placing the order, but then you recommended it. And so we got an, an order of it. And my wife and I like, you know, we just, we kept going back to it. We like put it in a bowl in between us and we just both, we were like almost fighting over it with how fast we kept going back to it. Can you kind of break down that dish a little bit and describe why it's so delicious? So addicting. It's so addicting. Um, it's pretty much an Indian onion ring. No. <laughs> so so we there's two there's three options we have in our menu now. We have the onion, the spinach, and then we actually have a special right now with kale. That's what the we have the kale. Yeah, I mean, kale was so good, and I hate kale. I'm just like I mean I really hate it. Like, I'm just like why? Who wants to eat a less delicious lettuce? Like it. I really hate it. And then he made it, and it, and I was like, well, you know, this is on my menu. Like, I should try it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so good. Like, how did you even make kale good? If all kale <laughs> tasted like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like 100% gr- locally grown. So we start farmer's market locally. Yeah. 
sourcing the vegetable and put a specials so that's what's the first thing we start selling yeah. and that day came said i am not going to eat this i don't like it i said okay let me wait you wait let yeah. let me make it and, and I, took you, the, i had to take the picture of it yeah. and so you know to put on our social media and i was like well i'll just try it and i was just like oh my god <laughs> i can't even believe it was like cr- it was like crunchier than the yep. spinach and the onion and the spinach and the onion are so good mm-hmm. um I had never had it before sheesh. Um I was very much like when I went to Indian restaurants before I met him was like, "Oh, I'll get samosas." Mm-hmm. Which samosas are good too, but um and then uh chat some someone chat samosa and, and someone ordered it and I was like, "Oh, make me some extra." That's usually what we do with new people or menu items that we haven't had. We just say, "Oh, make extra so then yeah, our employees can try it." And I was just like, "Oh my gosh, this is it. This is this is an onion ring. This is so good." <laughs> And we also do have a Madras chicken pakora house special. Yeah, he made Not many people are ordering that, but it's one of the best. I eat at least 3 times a week because yeah. I drink beer some night. Mm-hmm. So that's my go-to snacks. Mm. It's so good. <laughs> so what is that feeling like for you as a chef when you introduce something new to someone that they're not familiar with and you get a reaction like that where they're just so <laughs> excited. I mean that just that has to be the best feeling in the world, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get much excited. I kind of look like a sometimes rock. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes no feeling, but I just like make people happy. So cooking is one of the best way I love to enjoy. So I just make the food. So we do have a cricket team here. So we play Saturday, Sunday, and every Sunday night after the game, doesn't matter how long we play, I invite three, four my regular friends. We go to my apartment, I cook for them, mm-hmm. and we party till one thirty, two in the morning. <laughs> and next day I go to work. So that's so much fun because I don't know some reason I love cooking, yeah. or maybe I mean to be a chef, and I always happy to see them. happy faces after eating the food because yes. food something bring people you know closer mm-hmm. now this uh, is definitely why we're together i always <laughs> say that i fell in love with this food before him <laughs> just, but he says that too it was just like one of the reasons i you know you liked me was because i'd get so excited about food yeah <laughs> kim get so much oh my god <laughs> I can very <laughs> much relate so to that. My wife and I so like happy. one of our big through lines and a big part of our relationship is food. We uh-huh. both love food so much like we love exploring new restaurants and talking about food and stuff and if like me going around to different restaurants all the time would probably drive most people crazy and with her she's just like, "Yeah, I love it too." So yeah, it is it is awesome that you guys have that shared bond yeah. over food. So I need to know now, how did you meet? Like how did you come together and get this all started? Well, we we met at Indian Bowl and my sister had yeah, my sister was a regular there and she and I had been to India at that point and um she knew I just I loved the Indian people and the culture and everything and she was like you have to come to Indian Bowl and see this chef. He's so good looking. Maybe. <laughs> 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 and like I and I went there and like we started talking and we were talking about you know India and cricket and all this stuff and he's like oh do you want to come watch me play cricket Yeah and, I always invite And my in my head I'm just like he was like I was like oh my god I'm like you're a chef and you're 
you look like this. Of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I use, I always invite customer. Three things I always talk to the people about. How do you like the food? And I give, explain about the food. Then we go for a cricket mm-hmm. and something like local, local, sorry, local bars. Mm-hmm. These are the three main things I talk to the people. Yeah. I mean the customer. So that food, day, sports, and beer. Those are, <laughs> yeah. those are three good talking points. Yeah. <laughs> because i wanted to get more local people to involve in the cricket it's like a one of the good best gentleman's game that's what it's called cricket before we started talking i honestly wouldn't have even been able to tell you that there was like local cricket oh, that yeah. people played that here so wow. that that just goes into your point that more people need to know about it 600 active members in our cricket league nice last year there was 20 teams because of covid this year only 10 I also limit playing less games this year. Mhm. So it's so much fun. So I work like six days a week. What so many like a stress factor but weekends when I go to the cricket, see my friends hang out with them and play the cricket 5 hour. Oh my god, I feel like it. I'm fresh. Okay. That's your release. Yeah. yeah. And then you cook <laughs> for them, then you party and then it's back to work. Yeah. Okay. So Kim, you get invited to the cricket game. You say yes? Yeah. Yeah. But she showed me the how she played in cricket in <laughs> India. I was like, "Oh my god." Because <laughs> I tripped. Like I showed him this like kind of shameless, but like I showed him this video. It's so funny. Like I hit the ball and hit it really well, and then I start running and there was like sand on the ground and I just like <laughs> just biffed it. Yeah, I just completely biffed it. Sounds like it's something I do. It's on my Instagram and Dang. um And he, but she yeah, he still like he still night. he was like, do you want my? It was like the, like a few days later. Yeah, she and started texting me about like, the movies too, right? Yeah, and then I was also watching like Indian movies, and I was like eating his leftovers. So I was just like, and I was oh, like, why she's texting too much? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> <laughs> then slowly, slowly, everything changed. Now we had restaurant, Amaya. Here we are, family together, right, Kim? Yeah. It was we got married on like January 1st, 1st. and that was like the same day the we restaurant opened so it was just a it's a big day for us. Well, congratulations. <laughs> thank you by because the way. We bo- thank you so much because we don't want we wanted to have a day which everybody can remember. So we picked January 1st. <laughs> oh, New Year. We made everything yeah. on one day. It's New Year's. We yeah. we got a restaurant, we got married, boom, just Otherwise, knock it all you out. Ask, hey, do you know what day is I don't know. Oh, it's my bird. Oh, okay. Sorry. So January first means a wedding anniversary. Anniversary. Our restaurant. Happy New Year. Everything comes together, <laughs> right, Kim? Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. So it was the love of food and the love of Indian food that at least For initially sure. brought you guys together. Sure. Yep. Yeah. See that before we opening a restaurant, we had a, like it. Kim dad got sick and we had a rough time. Mm-hmm. So she was depressed. Sad. Then I don't know. Somehow we made it. Yeah. Then she got pregnant. Then we bought the restaurant. Those guys <laughs> left. Then COVID. But if you look at back, this is how the life. There is no. I don't know. There is no place for people to give up. Just work hard. Mm-hmm. Stay focused. Yeah. Things will happen. So this is what I wanted to tell the people. Don't give up on your dream. Just stay focused. What are you doing? Just keep doing. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I like. I knew that you guys, you know, had opened and then just 
a couple of weeks later, all the COVID stuff hits. I knew that you guys had gone through adversity just through this discussion. I had no idea how much other stuff happened. Yeah. It's just been a total whirlwind for you two. I think it's all supposed to happen, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I really believe that. Like, if my, I don't, I don't, if my dad wouldn't have had his accident, like, I don't think I, we would still be in Omaha. Yeah, that's And true. all that. And everything and happened for me, a reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. It can be good or bad, but for a reason. But for us, I think so far, everything happened for a good reason. Maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. So when mm-hmm. when COVID hit in about mid-March and there started to be restrictions on restaurants and then all of a sudden there's no dine-in and, or anything, obviously that alters you guys' plans significantly. Where do you go from there? Do you guys just like sit down and just have like a session, just throw mm-hmm. everything on the wall? What, what, what was that moment like? Well, it was kind of a gradual. I don't... So, we were always very scared of the virus because at that point, I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so, we actually closed our dining room even before the the DHM told us to. Mm -hmm. Um, We're like... And then we even... um, We only... Like, people... Originally, people... We had people coming into the restaurant and, like, picking up their orders. And then we're like... No, this is still too much sanitizing because people are touching things and we don't want them to. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're sitting at the table. And so we just couldn't, like, keep keep up on the sanitation level that we needed to, even people just coming into the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so then it kind of switched to, like, nope, no one's even walking in. We're bringing it out to the car. And... I think almost two weeks, we just yeah. worked three people, me and my other chef and yeah, dishwasher. And because... Kim oh, wait, no. no you he don't wanted come. me to stay home because and, uh, we're afraid mm, of me being mm-hmm. pregnant. Mm-hmm. We don't want to bring Kim's mom too because she's in a high risk. Mm-hmm. So we decided to just work me, other chef, and dishwasher. So I answer the phone. I make the food. I deliver the food to the car. Take the payment. That didn't then, go great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Beginning it went. Then one Friday, oh my God, it went so crazy. Busy. Because it was nonstop. Then we really saw it's not going to work. Yeah. Then we start changing. Then we start seeing more more people coming. Then mm-hmm. now we do have more people working. Weekends, we do have three to four people working mm-hmm. to just yeah. deliver the food. Because it's not super busy, but still it's too much work. You know, mm-hmm. you have to take the food out and take the payment. Sometimes internet go down because it's Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So there are so many things we struggling with and waiting is sometimes go long too because we make always fresh mm-hmm. from the scratch we don't want to change that i don't want to cook everything before four and just check the ticket and make right you know, especially no. the non yep like yeah that's best fresh. i mean we Thanks. have to have we have to have that fresh and that's usually what takes almost the longest is just and waiting on that and it's eggless nan too so it's always take much longer than you know, the regular man, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cooking time. It is so inspiring for me to see restaurants, especially new restaurants that have persevered throughout this and almost like come out stronger through the other side. What do you think it was about you guys that allowed you to push through just those incredibly tough times? Because there was no other choice. This was the only income we rely on and it's our dream. So we don't want to give up on that. Mm-hmm. And I know one day, or it takes some time, as long as you take care of your customer and give the good food, things will work. Yeah. Was there ever like a, a specific 
tipping point that you guys can pinpoint where it was like, okay, you know, people don't really know what Canara is yet. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't even know what it might be, but like orders just start coming in. And like, what, at what point did things kind of really get going? Omaha food lovers. Yeah, food lovers. Because we don't, a lot of people from there. <laughs> we don't even know about much about that because we don't want to be present too much in, you know, social media and yeah. comment. And, you know, we just wanted to be simple. We make good food. If you like it, please share. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's what is the basic principle we follow. Mm-hmm. So people start sharing on Omaha food lovers. We came to know that later. And, those reviews actually help and those people who runs omaha food lovers stacy winders and mm-hmm. heather mm-hmm. oh my god they're doing really good job yes yes they are I, it's I genuine mean, yeah just providing that community where people can just share reviews share photos i mean that's that's what got me to come and mm-hmm. now i'm excited now i've got you guys in the podcast studio right now like all that came from a couple of pictures of some really delicious looking naan and yeah. there are few ch- i don't know they describe themselves as a omaha food cheerleaders uh-huh. like viral in peterson uh-huh. and aaron his eat play dad that's his oh, instagram yeah, yeah. those guys are doing wonderful job too especially viral in peterson because she her, i think my experience she do have a better taste about all of the food like especially in comes to indian mm-hmm. because what you you just eat indian food your entire life only in omaha you don't experience much mm-hmm. you know because it's totally different i think she she's the one of the best she's got a good palate yep in omaha i will highly recommend follow her and now i got i seen how you start eating indian food you like more spicy food i love I, spicy food yeah i was uh i think i i posted about my meal and and Sager uh from Kathmandu oh, yeah. Momo station he was like tell if you like heat tell chef to pump it up he'll pump it up yeah. for you so next time i come in i'm going to have you challenge me because i love <laughs> spicy food like to the point where my wife i will just put i just put so much spice and in, into everything and she's just like you are crazy you're insane so you should try our homemade hot sauce too it's really good You yeah. have me a hot sauce. <laughs> I'm in. I, I don't need yeah, to know anything really else good. about it. I, if it says hot sauce, I love it. So, um, Jasaker is really nice. He, yeah, he's since the best. we were like since, uh, yeah, he's just super sweet. And um, Indian bowl, Indian we used bowl. to trade always food with the Momo Kathmandu Momo station. So he knows how I cook. So they start missing. So one day he stopped by and he got the, his favorite like a biryani's curries. We got vindaloo, chutney, yeah, mm-hmm. chicken wings. That's a pretty good trade-off right there. Yep. Yeah. That's that's nice. Um as we wind down here, I have I have two questions that I want to ask you guys that I, I like to ask all chefs and restaurateurs just from my own knowledge, but just to help other people I think better understand the industry as well. So I'll start with this one. What is one thing that you think most diners or just people who aren't in the restaurant industry don't understand about the life that you wish they did? is isn't easy mm-hmm. you know make everyone happy mm-hmm. because is a lot of especially indian food finding the right ingredients places like omaha sometimes it's tough to after covid it's hard to get you know a lot of spices and price all went up so and indian food you cannot make that fast give it a try be patient 
mm-hmm. respect each other mm-hmm. and same thing with other cuisine too it's not easy to, like we don't do like burger king or mcdonald <laughs> like mm-hmm. exactly no it's like everything you make from your heart mm-hmm. it's not like a mission is doing exactly everything say so no so give it one give it a try and don't give up on just one time you tried oh this is not the best just try give one or two times i i'll get you guys out of here on a more fun question and that is what is your favorite part about being in the restaurant industry like you you know seeing the happy faces yeah. after eating your food and once they bringing their more like a families recommending others so it's growing more than you expanding your business you can see get no more people you know their family so slowly slowly it's developing connections mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i would say we wanted to have a restaurant like it's a family owned restaurant but i wanted to call all our customers extended family oh that's awesome so we don't want to be just like a buying our food and eating and no i will call extended family so there are few customers like a ashish dingra patty spanish then brand palm this yeah. so except patty other three is my old customer they know me like couple years now then patty been to india multiple times so she know exactly how the indian food is mm-hmm. especially kerala mm-hmm. this is just small world right you don't know many people see i got now we become known each other mm-hmm. so this how this is the what restaurant is bringing food is like a one of the thing you cannot avoid all humans need food so if you serve good food you you get customer back they bring their family then slowly slowly extending mm-hmm. that's a beautiful answer i love watching him cook like kids sometimes i'll sit there and he'll catch me like staring at him <laughs> like i'll be like just taking the orders and i also love seeing him with like with the customers like i didn't until we opened this restaurant i didn't fully understand the connection he made with people mm-hmm. and he i mean he just he really does and his memory is insane like you'll say I'll be like oh this person's back and he'll be like oh alu gobi and this is like and it's yeah just, that's true you have to remember the customer name and also yeah. try to remember what they eat all the time so yeah sometimes they call i answer the phone oh this what are you going to get today Yeah. And even just like seeing the names on the ticket and what they're ordering, he'll just be like, "Oh, put extra hot sauce in that person's bag." And Oh my gosh. Stuff. That's it's incredible. In, it really is incredible. It's insane his memory. Is that just something you've always had or is that a skill that you developed? I don't, I don't know. I've been like that back in days, so Well, that, that's a really yeah. handy thing to have <laughs> as a chef. Maybe my mom cook good food so that's build my memory more <laughs> or my grandma fair enough it all comes back to moms and grandmas yeah. we that's have true. them to thank the for Ar- everything we can we can the ayurvedic methods all of those spices and the mm-hmm. herbal and we also had a, like a uh, our she's she's work for us now i mean she's helping out more more than working Who? laura laura She used to oh, be a customer yeah. at Indian Bowl mm. and she's seeing that I am struggling here with less people then she started working for me every Friday yeah. so she's a teacher mm. so there are so we build a lot of connections through restaurant mm-hmm. 
That's the beauty of restaurants. Yeah. Just the way that they bring people together. It's hard work. I mean, it tends to like sometimes the reviews matter too, but you know, as long as you are confident about your food and your customer, mm-hmm. it'll be okay. We take bad reviews. Like it's, I mean, especially him. We take it so personally. Of just like, oh my gosh, what happened? What went wrong? <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. Sometimes so you know. Hard. Also, we wanted to say about our service. We are. we are not going to be a professional service family owned business we wanted to be friendly mm-hmm. like more than like you know if i wanted people to feel like they are eating away from their home or home away home mm-hmm. that's what why we wanted to bring in kinara when i don't know when we going to open our dining room back maybe i, I miss know. it i mean yeah but we I don't want to take a chance now I yeah. Totally respect that. It's just that. so yeah. hard and to decide. Few people work for us, they are scared too, so we don't want to put anyone in risk. Mhm. Well, the good thing is if people want to get a real taste of authentic Indian food, they can get it to go, and yeah. it is totally safe. Mm-hmm. It is totally delicious. I can confirm that it travels well. Mm-hmm. It will still be warm and awesome when you get home. So people, get out to Kanara. Give it a try if you want to just if if you're a little A little cautious. Get the chicken tikka masala. Get the butter chicken <laughs> if you want. Or chicken korma. Or chicken korma. Yeah, get you can get the familiar favorites. Yeah. Those are going to be great too. Or you can dive into the menu and like really get a delicious experience. I highly, highly recommend Grandma's fish and mango curry. That was delicious. Ashish or, and oh, or, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Or fish polichada. That too. That's yes. a weekend special. Sorry. Don't no. be afraid if you can't pronounce it. I can't pronounce it either. And, fi- <laughs> and, he, makes, and he makes fun of me. And Shimoli too. These are the Oh, that's my favorite, yeah. All right. So well, Ashish and Kim, thank you so much for coming on today. I I really appreciate you guys. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Dan, yeah, for, having, you for us. having us. Yes. So absolutely. And as always, Omaha, thanks for eating with us. <laughs> <laughs>